The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Thanks for joining us. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Empower yourself and get inspired to build the life of your dreams. Welcome to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. Welcome to Everyday Peace. I am super excited to have you join us today while we explore the concept of living a life of peace every day. Everyday peace defined as wholeness, completeness, nothing missing, nothing broken, totality. Can you even imagine living a life of peace every day? Well, I'm here to tell you that, yes, peace is possible every day. Yes, you deserve everyday peace. And yes, you can have everyday peace. We work together on this show to bring you the topics and the guests to partner with you as you create your life of peace every day. And in order to have a life of peace, that means in the definition of wholeness, completeness, nothing missing, nothing broken, that you probably have some goals that you want to achieve, a destination that you're going towards. And you're going to need some things in order to achieve those goals and to live at your next level of greatness. Some of those things may be a clear vision, some clarity. How about some courage to do those things that Maybe you're afraid to do, but there's a course available right now at the Institute for Leadership and Lifelong Learning International designed to help you develop a clear vision, a clear vision of you, of your purpose, and of your goals. This course is titled the 2020 Clarity Course, and it is taught by yours truly, me, Dr. Drayvon James. This online university is offering free free online courses. And now, right now, is a great time to practice a little self-love and explore some self-improvement. So I encourage you, visit the Institute of Leadership and Lifelong Learning, find out about these free courses and get yourself some self-love and some self-improvement. We are discussing courage today and our special guest is Ken D. Foster. Ken, helps people tap into their courage and live the life they've always dreamed of. He is a keynote speaker, business strategist, and syndicated radio host of the Voices of Courage show, which is heard in more than 162 countries. He's the best-selling author of seven books. Ken has developed science-based, highly practical solutions for stimulating human potential, time management skills, meditation techniques, systematic solutions, and authentic team building communications. Welcome to the Everyday Peace Show with Dr. Drayvon James. Ken, we're happy to have you. Well, Dr. Drayvon, I am so excited to be here with you today. We live in uh, very uncertain times, and I think that uh, your message is powerful, and I think I can contribute to that today to really help your listeners to tune in to uh, their power, their passion, their purpose, and their courage to be able to take their life to the next level. 
Oh, thank you. I'm so happy that you're here. And, you know, in preparation for this show, as I do all of the time, I, I talk the show pre-talk and it becomes a part of my life. I talk about the guests. I make it part of my regular conversation. And I got to tell you that I heard so many things about courage. And so we're going to have a lively uh, discussion today. But one of the things that I heard, what I'd ask you, what is courage? So I want to share uh, for those listeners who I know who are working and can't call in. Um, the Webster definition of courage. Courage is the mental or moral strength. According to Webster's dictionary, courage is the mental or moral strength to venture, persevere, and withstand danger, fear, or difficulty. And I add to that uncertainty. You mentioned we're living in uncertain times, right? So it takes courage to to move forward, even though it's uncertain what's out there beyond the uh, horizon. So Ken, I'm I'm excited to talk up to talk to you today because you have such a vast, uh, diverse history, and, and your resume is just wow. So I would love to talk a little bit about that, and then just really dive into these principles and concepts of your book, which is the basis of the show, The Courage to Change Everything, written by Ken D. Foster, available at CourageToChange.us. The Courage to Change Everything. The title intrigues me. Courage to Change Everything. And if I'm totally honest, it gives me a little butterflies in my stomach because change is hard to digest for a lot of people. We, we, want, we want the better. We, we want the next level of greatness. But it does mean that we have got to leave this comfort zone to step over into the next um, great thing. And I, so I love the, the title of the book. I love the concept. And I'm so excited to talk about the courage to change everything. And if I may be so bold to add so that you may live your next level of greatness. <laughs> so, Ken, let's start at the beginning. Tell us a little bit about your resume or tell us everything. Sure. You know, Javon, as you said, the courage to change everything, that kind of strikes fear in the hearts of some, right? Because, you know, in America, we like certainty. We like to know exactly what we're going to do, when we're going to do it. We like to plan out things. We like to uh, be in control, right? And and that's kind of the opposite of where we are today in this world. We're in a place of uncertainty and a lot of people uh, are challenged going into uncertainty because they it brings up fears, it brings up worries and concerns, and and um, it brings up uh, sometimes strong emotion and areas that we just don't like being in. But I have to say, you asked me where I started from. Well, I started from a place of uncertainty and a place where I didn't, I was drifting. I wasn't going in the direction of where I needed to go. In 1992, I, I woke up um, from the dream of uh, the illusions that I created. I was sitting in a psychologist's office and um, had seen him for over a year. And, and he, he said to me, how, how are you doing, Ken? I said, well, listen, I've been hearing this little voice in my head that says you've got to feel the pain to make the change. And it was so strong. I'd never heard anything like it. And the psychologist looked at me, a very smart, wise man. He says, Ken, I can't do anything more for you. You need to follow that voice. 
And as I walked out of his office thinking, am I crazy? Uh, I came here to see this man because, you know, I, he was helping me so I could understand my inner world, my inner, uh, what was going on. And yet he's telling me just follow this voice. So he was wise because that was the voice of wisdom. And in today's world, we have enough information, right? There's information everywhere. Just Google it. But what we need now is wisdom. And so that's where I started, confused, worried, fearful, uncertain. And I soon learned that that little inner voice was the voice that was going to take me out of fear into courage, from a place of uncertainty to certainty, from a place of feeling a lack uh, in my own character to a place of, of power and passion. It was the voice of courage that spoke to me. And it's the voice of courage that will take America, uh, as frightened as we are right now from this coronavirus and the shutdown and, and what have you, to a place of renewal. And we'll step into our power. We will fight our demons, whatever they may be, inner and outer demons, and we will come to a place of resolution where we are more strengthened, we are more powerful, we are more uh, together and aligned as a nation than ever before. I could not agree with you more, Ken. And I am, I, I, I am feeling something when you with this statement: feel the pain to make the change. I think right there in the beginning, the first three words, feel the pain, is where you lose most people. And I want to give a personal example. Both of my children ran cross country. My daughter's now in college and my son is still on the cross country team. You know, hopefully school will resume uh, and they, uh, what they're used to going to a campus every day. But, and I can remember the coach my daughter, when she was running, said, you know what? You need to run through the pain, right? And I cringed when I heard him say that. I'm like, ooh, why? <laughs> and um, definitely my daughter did the same. She's like, oh, you know, it hurts. I want to slow down. And you're, they're running these long, incredible distances. And uh, that feel the pain is the pain. I think there's something inside of us. Maybe there's this protective mechanism, right? I know definitely I'll call it the ego that says, no, don't go down down that road. I want to protect you from that. So even if your growth and development is down that road, if there's pain down that road, your ego steps up and says, no, we're not, we're not going to do that. That hurts. We're going to sit right here, pretend like we don't see it or look the other way or deny our, that dream because on that pathway in order to get to the goal, we're going to have to go through the pain. How do people, how do you overcome that? How do you shut that part down and say, yes, I am going to push through the pain? Well, as a triathlete, uh, triathlete which um, I don't know if you know that about me, but uh, I do. I've been a, in triathlons for uh, many years. In fact, uh, a couple of years ago, I was uh, fortunate to go to the uh, uh, World uh, Triathlon event in uh, Penticton, British Columbia, and 3,500 athletes from around the world. And um, I was able to place uh, in the top 10 in the world in my category. And, um, you know, there's a lot of pain in training, uh, but it's, it's every time there is, you can push yourself 
into the pain, you become stronger as an athlete. It's the same thing if we have, let's say, a result in our life that we don't want like. Right now, it's perfect, right? People are living at home and, and are isolating at home, and they're, they're in places with maybe relatives or family members that they've never been there. And a family member might say to them something that triggers an emotion, a negative emotion in them, right? Now, most people, you know, if you're not conscious, what you do is you look at the person that's outside of you, your, your family member, that said something to you, and you believe they're the cause of your pain. But when you become conscious, you realize that, wow, there's something inside of me that when I can shift that, I can let go of feeling every time they say this to me, something that's going to trigger something negative. So that takes courage to look at ourselves, not outside of ourselves, for what's going on, especially in this time, all right? So it's like, and, and, but the cool thing is, is that I've been coaching now, life coaching and business coaching for over 26 years. And what I've found is that every time somebody wants to grow, there's going to be some pain involved because, you know, for some of us, if we lose a pen or a pencil, it it, it, it upsets them, right? <laughs> now, I'm being extreme in this, but I have to tell you, that's kind of where my path started, right? I'd get upset at little things. Um, but here's the thing. When we can say, all right, let me look at the results I'm getting in my life, let's say with this relationship, and this relationship, these people are saying things to me, they're triggering me. Um, I always ask a person to form a new habit, and that habit is the habit of being introspective, into me see, right, into yourself see, and we do this by asking specific questions. Um, at the end of the day, all of my clients that are working with me are usually asking what's working, what's not working, and where can I improve? Or when somebody triggers them, they're asking a question such as, what would a person have to believe to be triggered by what this other person says? And when they understand that they, everything is coming to them to support their growth, to support who they are, including the pain, especially the pain, actually, um, then, then there's there's an inner game that can start to start to take place, where we say, okay, I'm no longer going to experience these painful experiences. I'm going to transcend these painful experiences by by changing the way that I think, changing the way that I act, and changing the way that I uh, be or show up in this world. When we can get to that place, we are now empowered which is why I wrote the book, The Courage to Change Everything, and put it in such a format that people can daily drip astute wisdom into their minds, cutting-edge wealth principles into their minds, and ask specific questions to help them become more aware and more certain of the direction or the challenges that they want to overcome. Oh, I love it. So we're talking about, you know, I love it. Into me see this introspection, which is, you know, another thing that I really think that the ego, I always call it my loving two-year-old that I carry around everywhere. 
tries to block that really really wants you to see everyone else as the problem as the villain and and you know it, the ego is very judgmental and says okay well this person did something that hurt me and they're unkind to me and and so it blocks you from seeing you know what and i love this question that you said what does a person have to believe to be triggered by this right uh, there's yeah. uh, Oh, gosh. Don Miguel Ruiz, The Four Agreements, says, take nothing personally. And I love that. I really try to live in that space. And when I catch myself I'm getting triggered, I go back to, you know, he gives this funny example in the book. He says, someone shoots you in the face. You don't take it personally, right? <laughs> because really it's go- something that's going on with them that made them go to that extreme, right? It's not about you. And, but, and that's an extreme example. But in in our lives, it's how do we get to the point where we're able to? That's a big one. Look at ourselves objectively, without shame, without blame, without condemnation, right? And I think those are the things that stop us from really seeing ourselves, and stop us from having this tremendous growth. You know, um, the courage to change everything. And I realize as you're talking. A lot of this everything is when we change these beliefs, these core beliefs, we're going to start seeing a lot of manifestation in our physical world that we've been working for for years. <laughs> we got to change some other, we got to change some internal things before we can change the external world. It's always that way. But how how can we get to a point where we're able to uh, see ourselves and answer honestly? Because, you know, you'll talk to people, they'll just be like, no, I, it's, it's not me. It's, it's n- nothing here. I can do no better. I'm pretty much perfect well uh, you know the the ones that um (laughs) this would be me in about 1992 when i thought i uh, had all the answers uh your answers and my answers and um, my mind was uh really made up this is what i stand for this is what i believe this is what i don't believe i was living in a very black and white world um, this, these are all absolutes. Um, you know, if you're, if you don't realize, you know, absolutes, then, you know, I can't be, be in your life. Um, when you can get to that first step of allowing yourself to realize that you know very little. And it's, it's, it's a place where you want to stay green, right? You know, the grass grows, you know, and it comes up and you got to cut it every, every month right or every two weeks or whatever it is in your your time but it keeps growing um but we as a species many times get stuck in our ways and you can do this as a young person or an old person and there's no age limit on this but as soon as you can say i'm willing to change i'm willing to look at things differently i'm willing to take on another person's point of view um it's a fun time right now um with, I would say, social media. There are so many people that are right fighters for what they know is right, and yet they really are only one-pointed. They may be one-pointed on a, <clears throat> on a political side, on a, on a left or a right, or they may be one-pointed in a um, maybe just a capitalistic view or maybe a uh, socialistic view, or that they, they don't really have a, a, a large, broad view and can see a lot of different points of view to be able to form opinions that are based on compassion and wisdom. And that's one of the challenges I think people have is they don't have that compassion. But back to the question, compassion 
and an open mind are the first two steps to be able to open your mind and start to drop in something new in your world. Dravon, for me, I started with a, a lot of pain in my life that I wanted to resolve. And somebody told me along the way, well, you know, pain is just a warning sign. It's not something you're supposed to live with. Uh, we have millions of Americans that live with chronic pain all the time. Nobody ever told them that, oh, pain's a warning sign. By the way, you can resolve this pain. And whether it's emotional pain or physical pain, um, maybe it's uh, spiritual pain where we feel a sense of lack of purpose, lack of direction, lack of compassion or caring. Um, any of those pains can be resolved. But pain and, and uh, resolution of that is a quest. I have to step into the quest. Which is why I wrote that book, uh, Dr. Uh, Dravon, is because I realized that for most of us, if we're willing to open our mind to, to drop in something new, we also need to know what to drop in. <laughs> so I, uh, I wrote the book, The Courage to Change Everything, in such a way that every day we can drop in that astute wisdom. Um, I've, I've, I have studied the masters of the East and the West, that the East seems to have a, a lot of rich history of some of the uh, spiritual principles through the Bhagavad Gita, the Upanishads, the, uh, 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 you know, some of the writings of the of, uh, Dead Sea Scrolls. And there's just a lot of rich history of wisdom in the East. And the West, we're amazing at understanding technology, understanding how to use the mind, focus the mind, cut in and in, in drop in cutting-edge uh, wealth-building principles into our minds. And we can combine the both. We combine the, combine the wisdom of the East and, the, and, the, and also the best of the West, and we combine that into a way to start to look at life through a different lens. Wow, magic happens. People change in ways that they can only dream possible. Um, you know, maybe there's somebody that you really admire right now. You go, wow, I really like to be an author. You know, as you know, I've authored seven books now. Um, you know, I, I started out with just the thought of, wow, I, I think I'd like to write a book. And I, but I was willing to jump in and, and go on that quest. And listen, yeah. with the quest, there's, we have to give up a lot of thinking. I had to give up the thought of, I can't write. I had to give up the thought that I can't spell. I had to give up the thought that I'm not sure I, I, I'll, I'll ever have uh, the ability to produce a book. There's a lot of things I had to let go of and step into the courage. And courage, see, takes us into the unknown. We don't know how we're going to do it. We just set our intention to do it, and life gets better and better. But again, I do believe we all need that guidance, that wisdom, which is why I wrote that book, Courage to Change Everything, and people want to get it, Dr. Dravon James. They can get it at courage2change.us, 
courage to yeah. change that view. And that's one. And I hope people are stimulated. In the second half of the show, we're going to get into some of the businesses and, and all of that, because I know people are joining us and listening who are in business and they're worried during these COVID-19 times. And I and I have this belief and I and I know from reading your work and from this conversation here that we share in this belief, we may express it differently, but I know that everything that appears in your life, the good, the bad, and the in-between, everything has shown up for one reason, and that is to bow down and serve you as you consciously and deliberately take these exercises, take these challenges to use them as growth and development to create the life of your dreams. And so with that, there are some challenges that are occurring right now in our world during the midst of COVID-19, and people are going to either uh there's two principles of change someone told me when i was in college many years ago you're either going to be a part of the change or you're going to be the person who gets rolled over by the change you got to make the decision which end you want to be on but change is a coming no matter what and we're living proof of that now that change is happening and so we want to have this courage to forge forth in our life and in, in a gentle and flowing type of way working with the universe is what I hear you saying is uh, we want to embrace change and change everything that needs to be changed in order to produce the results that we want to produce. So I, w- I would love to get into, you know, uh, what that means for some practices, some principles, some processes for people who are beginning businesses. I've talked to people who are just so courageous that they've been home for a little while on self-quarantine and they've come up with some ideas because uh, the, the truth of the matter is people don't know what the landscape is going to look like economically uh, when there is a uh, rejoining of forces and when we all enter the world again, what that's going to look like and what companies are going to do. And so there are some principles and some processes I know that um, you'll be able to share with us that will help us right now while we have this time and while we're self-quarantining to develop a process that allows us to have the courage to change everything and proceed and go forth. Something that pops in my mind that we got to talk about, we talk about courage. We'd be remiss if we didn't mention the four letter word, fear, (laughs) right? Because we fear so much when we talk about, you know, changing, we fear, you know, there's this thought that even the little that you have can be taken, right? So then you, you hold on to that little bit, you know, and it becomes dust and crumbles in your hands. And I, I would love to hear. There's so many things that I think that you can give us some guidance on. So we're going to come back with that right after this commercial break. We're back with Ken Foster, the courage to change everything. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Create and build the life of your dreams. Welcome back to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. 
Welcome back. We are, have our special guest today, Ken D. Foster, the author of The Courage to Change Everything, which is available at CourageToChange.us. And at the break, and just before we went to the break, we're talking about fear because if there's a if courage has an opposite, I would think it would be fear, right? And so I mentioned to Ken during the break that I talked to people and um, someone just texted me about fear too. I talk, I shop the topic around. I talk about the guests and all that to get a feel for what people want to hear about. And one of the things that people have expressed to me is, and, and this is a true statement that more than one person has said to me during COVID-19 over the weekend, that they've been out of work uh, for a number of weeks due to quarantine and their jobs closing down or their hours have been shifted a bit. And a couple of people said to me, you know, I can't afford, I cannot afford to lose this job financially, but I truly hope this job does not open back up. I hope they fire me or close down because I can't stand this job. And so I, it got me to doing some research and looking at the staggering number of Americans who say that they do not enjoy the work that they do, that is not fulfilling. And, uh, but they don't have the courage. They don't have the courage and they have all of these fears. I got to tell you, I heard some really, you know, if you want to talk yourself out of something, just start, you know, spend some time with your fears. But Ken, I heard a lot of fears. Uh, people talked about, you know, not wanting to return to what they were doing for, for professionally, but they were fearful to leave because of finances, you know, the, health insurance and uncertainty. I talked to one person, told me they had over 25 years at a company and uh, it, they would hope that they'd be fired during the, after this because they really enjoy not having to go. They don't know how they pay their bills, but they're really enjoying not having to go. Into, their stress level has gone down. Their blood pressure is normalized. What do you say for people who are so fearful, but they know that they want to make a change. They want, they, they're looking for courage, but they're controlled by fear. Sure. Well, you know, there's a, a lot of people out there that they're getting in touch with. Um, you know, I, I, um, uh, I didn't like my job. In fact, I hated my job, you know, but, um, but then there's the flip side. Oh, I love my job. I hate it. I love it. There's a love hate relationship with it. And um, they're kind of focused on the wrong, uh, on, on, on the wrong areas. Right. Um, I always like to help people to focus on what they love and what they, what, you know, maybe sometimes you go back and just say, well, you know, if you, if you had 30 days, well, let's say 60 days to live or even a year to live. All right. And we're just talking business. Um, what would you be doing? Let's say, let's say if you had 30 days to live, right. What would you be doing? Um, and you might say, well, I wouldn't work at all 30 days. I'd just be doing X, Y, Z. Right. Okay. Let's say you had, um, a year. What would you be doing then? Um, here's what I know to be true. Fearful thinking will not get you where you want to go. You can't worry your problems out of existence. You must approach your challenges with courage and the spirit of inquiry if you're going to overcome them, right? So we know that at some level. We, you know, if fear is driving us, then, wow. Some people tell me, well, yeah, fear, fear drove me and and I started my business because I was afraid to go back to my other place. But I, I would rather have love pull you in the direction of your dreams. But love can't really pull you unless you answer one question. 
and that is, who am I? Who am I? And some people will say, well, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I, I'm my job. I'm, I'm the title of my job. I'm a family person. I'm, uh, you know, I, I'm a person with two. Yeah, I have three kids. I have a BMW. I, I have my house. Uh, that's, that's, this all this defines who I am. But that's not who you are. And we have an identity crisis in America, which stops us cold in our, in our, in our tracks. The truth is we are infinite powerful beings and when we reconnect to that we say well this is who i am and you don't have to believe me um if you don't believe me that's fine then uh you know i i didn't believe uh, people that told me that when i was first starting out until i learned how to tune in and meditate and realize who i really was um so you there is a part of us if you want to let go of fear I'll give you the steps to do it. You answer, number one, who am I? The second thing you answer is, what do you really want? What do you really want? Okay, well, I want to make a whole bunch of money. Okay, great. That's awesome. Um, but what will make a whole bunch of money? Who will you become? Okay, answer that ahead of time. Who will I become when I make this amount of money? And if you have something that's negative that you'll become, you probably won't make that money. Um, but if you say, well, I'd like to become somebody that, uh, you know, helps uh, people with X, Y, Z, and um, not only will I help them, they'll help me. You know, give enough people what they want, and they'll give you what you want. But who will you become in the process? The next step is, yeah, you need to step into uh, a definite uh, purpose and a definite intention. You intend exactly, this is what I'm going to do no matter what. And then you start visualizing that every day. Wow. You know, for uh, for some of you, you're saying, well, you know, maybe I'm going to create my own business. And you say, well, gosh, you know, I don't know how to do this. I don't know. You know, I've seen other people fail. I have all these statistics of people failing. So what? <laughs> so what? <laughs> we all, as, as uh, business owners, we failed many times, but we fail forward and we learn and we grow. And so you say, well, gosh, if I if I step into a new business, I start something and I fail, I'm going to be impoverished. Well, guess what? The fear, the fear of being in poverty stops everybody from doing their dream. It's like, well, what if you succeeded? Wow, how interesting. And what if you could let go of your fears of not succeeding or your fears of success, your fears of opening a business, or your fears of, of um, whatever, a million other fears you may have? What if today could be your day, you say, okay, listen, I've carried these fears for way too long. I'm going to let this go. Now, I'm not telling you go go quit your job, you know. I'm saying to you, and maybe you don't even want to go back to your job, I'm saying create an amazing plan for yourself to transcend whatever you're doing over the next one month, three months, six months, and step into what it is you really want. Because what it's going to take for you to do that, I'm going to say one last thing, and, I, and I, I'll jump back in, is you have to up-level your energy to do that. And I'm talking about your frequency, your energy, your vibration of who you are. That's what you have to up-level to step into what you need. And by the way, fear and courage don't live in the same house. Fear is a certain energy. It's a vibration. It's a way of feeling. Courage, when you step into it, even if I were to ask you right now, if you were courageous, what are the three actions you'll take today 
to generate the life of your dreams? If you write that question down, what are the three actions, what are the three most courageous actions I could take today to step into my life and my dreams? You keep asking that every day. I guarantee it's going to shift your energy. You're going to step into something greater. Ken, you said earlier that, you know, East meets West, sort of. And I know I'm paraphrasing when it comes to you, but what you're saying really resonates with that because you could be here right now today on this show and say, okay, step one, you know, get six months worth of um, emergency cash and cash in an account and then do this and do that. And I'm not saying anything negative about that because I, I know that you have to take certain practical steps in order to put yourself in position. But I will say this, that even if you take those those practical steps, you do all of that, and you don't do this, what I would call Eastern work, right, this inner work, right? Um, if we don't do this inner work, that fear will still prevail, right? And so it's really doing this. I want our audience, listening audience, to really get how important this is, because even without all of the other stuff, if we don't have the physical six months worth of emergency uh, cash in the bank and all this other stuff, even without that, and again, I'm not saying quit your job and all this, you know, but I'm saying that this to me and to a lot of really uh, accomplished people, this inner work is the primary work that needs to be done. This is the foundational stuff that has to happen in order so you can reprogram, or in the words of Kate, Kendi Foster, you can have the courage to change everything because if not, you'll keep coming back to this fear model that will stop you. Maybe you'll get to one goal and you were meant to, to, you know, reach the highest, the summit of this, but you only get to one goal because you haven't changed all this fear mechanism and it's keeping you locked at the next level of greatness, which was not your ultimate goal. It was just the first, you know, tier on the ladder. So doing this internal work is so very important. This is how you unleash genius results, right? This is how you do it. You change this paradigm and you change the frequency of which you vibrate. It is so amazing in this concept, like you said, of meeting the West, you know, here in the West, we're great with technology. We can really manipulate a physical world like nobody's business, right? You know, I work in a hospital unit. We can, we can put together some COVID-19, you know, new units on a, in a whole hospital, new unit in an amazing record time. So I'm just in awe of it. And we can do that. And it's amazing work. But what's even more amazing is the people who held the vision internally first. So what we're talking about, to me, to me what I hear here is really getting yourself in a position to hold a vision. And I just want to recap these questions because I think they're so important, right? Who am I? That's a big question. Most people would stutter over that one, right? <laughs> who am I? But I love the fact that you give the answer to that. You're an infinitely powerful being. How amazing is that? You are an infinitely powerful being. I am that. We are all that. And what do I want? And who will I become when I when I achieve what I want? Right? Those are some great questions to ask and the discipline. And I'm just, I wanted to recap that for our audience because I don't want people to miss that. Those of you who are listening today and are thinking about, you know, uh, some of the really heartfelt conversations of you know wanting to stay home, having improved health from being home, and how to make this transition. I think 
the the foundation is here in the questioning and in, in, in all that questioning, what I hear in the words of everyday peace and Dr. Drayvon James, that's self-awareness, isn't it, Ken? I mean, you're really improving your self-awareness when you can answer questions one, two, and three. Yeah, it is self-awareness. And, um, you know, we're uh, we're all as a nation going through uh, some difficult times. We're all being tested. Um, at the end of this, who will you have become? Will you fall back into the old patterns? Will you fall back into maybe some of the old patterns, but you've transitioned some? Or will you have really changed everything so that you are ready for your next uh, life. And I'd like to think that most of you are falling in the latter two categories. You've changed some things and things you've been, te- you've gone through the testing. You've used this time to do the inner work so that you can grow to a certain extent or to a place where, wow, your life is completely changing now. You're stepping into a whole new possibility for yourself. And I want to give you some um, what I call ascension fuel or maybe acceleration um, so that you can step into that next place. And I'll give you the tools that I give to everybody that comes to me and I teach them how to do this. And I'd like to give it to you. I won't have the how-to here, but I'll just give you the tools. The first tool that we want to use is the tool of stillness zero point, going to the zero point. And that's every single day. You know, as Leonardo da Vinci told us, who was a great creator, right? Isolation is the price of greatness. So now we're isolated, but what are you doing with your isolation time? Are you filling it with online shopping? Are you filling it with TV? Are you filling it with uh, uh, maybe uh, getting really in touch with who you are and and what you want right now? I'm hoping you're saying that's what you want to do. So uh, meditation will help take you into that stillness. And on my website, KenDFoster.com, if you go there, KenDFoster.com forward slash resources with an S, there is a uh, several guided meditations that I give you. There's no cost to this. I'm just giving it to you. And um, uh, you can sign up there for to stay in touch with me and get those meditations. And there's something called the Science of Meditation that gives you some information from Harvard and MIT and some of the uh, uh, schools on the benefits of meditation and also specific instructions on how to hold your body to be able to go uh, inner and still yourself. And then um, uh, uh, there is some classes you can take up there. So that's yours for free. I give it to you. That's the first ascension tool. Second one is using affirmative statements. So we're so used to having these statements in our minds. Uh, you know, the mind, <clears throat> social scientists tell us we have about 60,000 thoughts a day. We have about the same 60,000 thoughts the next day and the next day and the next day, unless we break that pattern. And we can break that pattern with affirmative statements, uh, such as, um, I am a powerful, infinite being generating the success, wealth, and love in my life that I choose. You start to reprogram your thinking. So that's an ascension tool. Another tool you can use is my book, The Courage to Change Everything, Daily Strategies and Essential Wisdom to Awaken Your Inner Genius. So you use a tool like that to reprogram the subconscious mind on a continuous basis. 
There's an old proverb that says, as within, so without. What does that mean? It means as you, as you uh, program or as you believe, so you outpicture in your life. So why not consciously choose what you're putting in the subconscious mind and get it from the, uh, the uh, wisdom seekers from the East and the West really help you tune into the passion and power that lies within you. And the last one I want to give you is I want you to tune into what we call kind of a harmonic energy pattern, right? Harmonic, harmony, harmony, harmonic, okay? What will create harmony within you? Well, one of the things you can turn into is awe, the A-W-E. When you start to visualize and think about times you were in awe in your life, Maybe you saw the Grand Canyon. You're like, I'm in awe. Maybe you saw the highest mountain peak, or the uh, you're in, you know seeing Himalayan uh, mountains. You're in awe. Or maybe you just skied down a mountain. You were in awe that you could even do it, right? But you go to that place of awe. Awe has an energy. It's a feeling. And when you're in that place, so we can use gratitude too, right? Um, what you're grateful for. It lifts your energy. It lifts your vibration. It lifts who you are. And, you know, don't take my word for it. Um, tomorrow morning or tonight, set your intention to sleep, uh, the best sleep you've ever had. Open your windows up. Get some air. Imagine yourself just in a beautiful environment, getting great sleep. And then uh, also set your intention to wake up in the morning. And when you wake up, just go to gratitude. Start thinking about what you're grateful for. See how you feel when you do that. See how your day goes. And if you have more energy, if you have more creativity, you have more power and passion, gosh, try it again the next day and the next day. <laughs> Those are the tips that I'd like to give you to really ascend ascension fuel to help you lift your magnanimous spirit into a place where you can start to accomplish what it is you want in your life. And Ken, I know that those work. We're going to pick up our caller right now who's been patiently waiting. Hello, you're on the air with our special guest, Ken Foster. Hello, um, uh, Dr. James. Another great show as well. Um, Mr. Foster, this is great stuff. Um, I like what you said about um, you all were talking about fear and conquering fear. So um, I have a question. So when fear starts to seep in and you know it's there, and you know what to do to get out of it, but then you still feel paralyzed, what are your suggestions that you do? You know, and, it, and because of, you know the fear, and so the fear, and knowing that knowing the fear is there seems to create more fear, and then you are more paralyzed in trying to get out of that. So what are your suggestions for that? Well, I have a great suggestion. Instead of fear using you, why don't you use fear? In okay. other words, Okay. In other words, say a quick story. A friend of mine uh, or a, a client of mine came to me, and um, he was a stunt actor in Hollywood. And uh, he said, uh, "I asked him, I said, how do you how do you you over your fears?" He says, "Oh, I use fear. Let me tell you how I use it." He says, "Imagine going up into a hot air balloon, um, about three thousand feet in the air." And he said, "Imagine uh, jumping out of the hot air." Balloon 
with a bungee cord, the bungee, and then when the bungee goes up and down a couple of times, you cut the bungee cord, and imagine now free-falling all the way to five feet of the earth and then pulling it and landing. He said, at each step of the way, I have fear. He says, but what I do is I think about uh, how to overcome each fear. How would I overcome each fear that I have? Mm-hmm. And he Mm -hmm. says, when I get to the point where I I understand the first fear of going up into a hot air balloon, think about all the things I need to uh, overcome to be able to get to that, to resolve that fear, and the next fear, and the next fear, and the next fear, right? So he says, I use fear to empower me to be able to create the stunt the way I wanted to. So how do I Well, a good way to do it is get a pen and paper out and list out your fears. I'm afraid of this, X, Y, Z, what, what, whatever it is, okay? I'm, I, these are my fears, right? Get it out of your head, put it on paper. And then next to it, say, okay, what can I believe to overcome that fear? What would I have to focus on to overcome that fear? And you just go through them. And okay. what you're going to end up with, you're going to end up going, oh, yeah, all right. Now I plan to overcome these fears. And this is what I'm going to hold in mind. And I'm not going to let fear cripple me. I'm going to I'm going to use fear to empower me. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. It does. Thank you very much. I, yes. I, I hope that helps you, man. I hope it does. And, yes. And I, actually, I know it will if you if you apply it. Okay. And Thank I want you. I want to say one I want to say one last thing to you. Um, the social scientists do tell us they've done the studies around this that our emotions only last about ninety seconds. Right. Okay. So, you know, somebody says something to you, you get fearful, you know, well, for about 90 seconds, you know, that's normal to have that fear or that feeling. But any time after that, what you do is you kick in your head, start to remember all the other times that you remember that that might happen or the worst thing that could happen to you, right? Now it gets stuck in your head and that could take you an hour, a day, or a year or 10 years to overcome. So you want to make sure you catch, you know that the fear might be coming. You go, you know what? When it comes, thanks for sharing next. You don't want to stay focused okay. on that, right? Okay. Okay. Great. Yeah. I love I love that concept. Thanks for sharing Great. next. Well, yeah, well, thank you so much for calling, and thank you for being a regular listener and calling hey, in. Welcome. I hope those those points help you. We'll be here next week for you on the Everyday Peace Show with Dr. Drayvon James. Thank you. You're welcome. So, um, Ken D. Foster, I got to tell you, you're just giving away so many pearls of wisdom. And this that's what this show is about, Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. We're really about showing people how to cultivate their life of peace, wholeness, completeness, nothing missing, nothing broken, totality, every day and i want to say this it's not a one and done thing it's a practice it's a practice so today we get you know we do some things and tomorrow guess what we get the opportunity to do those things again and to go a little deeper into that practice and to overcome some different things and each time we're getting stronger and we find that when we have fear because it's part of the emotional will the, the rainbow of emotions that we're blessed to have when we get this fear and i love the concept it is proven scientifically that these things happen for 90 seconds 
It's our choice to hold on to it or just let it pass through. But the more we become consciously aware, we can make the decision that I'm going to, I'm going to let that one pass through. As Ken said, thank you for the information next, right? Don't want to hold on to that energy. So we got here these, these um, accelerated tools for, you know, and I really want our audience to, to get this practice because what you're getting here is what I call the juice, right? And this is the stuff that champions are made of. This is the stuff that, you know, next level thinkers are made of. Kennedy Foster is one of those people. We didn't get into his background and what he's done with companies and this and that, but he knows what he's talking about. He's developed a system that uses science-based, evidence-based, right? Evidence-based techniques to generate the results that we want in our life, not just in our finances, because we're full people, right? We can grow a business and if we don't grow those relationships and we don't improve our health, we don't have a peaceful life. We don't have wholeness. We're talking about the courage to change everything. So we grow and we're, we, have, we have balance in our health, in our wealth, and in our relationships. That's what this journey is about. That's what everyday peace is about. That's what I want for myself. That's what I want for Ken. That's what I want for all of our listeners, our family and our friends is to use this opportunity. The world is moving slower so that we can embrace a slower pace for a moment. And maybe, maybe today is the perfect day for you to practice acceleration tool number one, stillness. To sit be still. Don't let your mind abuse you to just sit in the stillness and be comfortable there. And to wait in awe and expectation of the answer that's already brewing inside of you. Imagine that before you have called, I have answered. That answer is already inside of you. We're just so busy. We're so, we're so entrenched in this ever moving place that we cannot hear these answers. This is Dr. Drayvon James. You've been listening to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. I absolutely love you. I'm so grateful to our guest today. Thank you for being an Everyday Peacemaker. We'll talk next week. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio the voice of an awakening world. Hey, it's Radley Valentine. Join me for a brand new way of connecting with your angels on my new podcast, The Angel Tarot Show. Each week, you'll meet your angelic guides and guardians and find new ways to unlock unconditional love, tune into your intuitive abilities, and create the joy-filled life that, well, you've always wanted. Plus, you'll get a useful and timely energetic weather report, bringing you guidance for the coming week. Tap into the healing, hope, and guidance that's all around you on The Angel Tarot Show, exclusively on mindbodyspirit.fm.